Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to the Dragon Drive Show presented by Summit Racing. My name is Mike Narks. I run dragondrive.com and a co-founder of the Dragon Drive Addiction Group. I am Eric White. I run 815 LSX Swaps, Motorsports Paparazzi, and your co-host for Dragon Drive News and the Dragon Drive Show. Let's get this thing started, man. All right, guys, welcome to the Dragon Drive Show presented by Summit Racing for May 24th, 2023. Dude, this is episode 21. I can't believe it. We are cranking this stuff out. This is a weekly Wednesday night live stream. We call this the long format show because we have a Saturday morning episode uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern. That is 30 minutes hard hitting, all that kind of stuff. Tonight, we're talking to Mick Apps of the road trip drag challenge in Australia. That's right. It is 10 a.m. his time, 7 p.m. or central our time, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern here. So thank you for coming in. We appreciate you guys being here. My name is Mike Narks. I run dragondrive.com, the historical site for, or the site for all the historical data for Dragon Drive Racing and a big part of the Dragon Drive Addiction Group. Eric, who are you, bud? I am Eric White. I am your co-host for the Dragon Drive Show and Dragon Drive News. I help produce the podcast, so the audio version of these shows, and I run 815 LSX Swaps and Motorsports Paparazzi. Dude, that's a mouthful. You are a busy guy. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you tonight, we are going to have a shorter show. We're only having one guest on tonight, which is obviously Mick, like we said earlier, because my mom surprised us and came into town unexpectedly uh so we're excited to do that so we're gonna run have dinner with her and all that kind of stuff so let's get to this thing so i can uh we can get some dinner you bet so we want to remind everybody that again we are doing this show as an audio podcast i am uploading once a week mm-hmm. i am about a week behind right now so i haven't got last week's episode edited yet and because i was at nhra this weekend and my son is graduating this weekend uh i'm gonna fall a little bit behind but i'm gonna work to get those out as soon as i can so they are available on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, amazon music tell your alexa play drag and drive addiction podcast and you will get the latest episode that's right, dude. Thank you for all the hard work on that. I have actually been listening to a few of them, which is weird hearing your own voice uh, within that. So uh, appreciate all the editing you do. There is some things that we do that are video centric that obviously wouldn't play well on the audio version. So thank you for putting those together. And if you had, guys have been around for a little while, you know, we were running a uh, pre-order for the parking lot beers and trailer burnouts shirts that Eric designed after coming to the circuit, his first drag and drive event to spend the entire weekend at. Those shirts should be ready by June 2nd. We said they would ship in early June. Well, that kind of creates an issue because I'll be at autocross week. So my plan is to get all of the labels and bags ready for this merch. And if they do not come in until I am on autocross week. Maybe I can uh, talk my wife and daughters into packing some envelopes and getting those mailed out to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate everybody purchasing those shirts. That is a, uh, that's a big swing towards us, you know, uh, putting more content and more, 
I don't know, eyes out in the world to have these special one-off shirts that you guys will see. So it's going to be kind of neat. I think as time goes on, as we run out these little, I don't know, what do you call them? Pre-sale orders or specialty shirts. I don't know what we're going to call these moving forward, but I think it'll be neat to see these shirts two or three years from now. And we'll be like, oh man, that was that, that first run that we, that we had. So thank you to everybody that purchased those. Appreciate that. And they will be, they'll be on their way pretty soon. Well, let's get the show started with thanking one of our sponsors, Summit Racing. Those guys are awesome. And, uh, and then we'll get into what I found on Summit Racing this week. What would you do with a $255 Summit Racing gift card? Why just think about a Summit Racing gift card when you can spend it? We're giving you the opportunity to win a $255 gift card with our limited time YouTube anniversary giveaway. All you have to do is subscribe to our page, click that notification bell, and comment on the official giveaway post on our YouTube channel. We'll randomly draw the winner from our subscribers. Be sure to check the description for terms, rules, and conditions. Why 255? Because Summit Racing is celebrating 55 years in 2023, and $55 just isn't enough. Subscribe, punch that notification bell, and comment for your chance to win. Good luck. All right, guys, thanks again to Summit Racing. Appreciate them being a big partner of the channel, obviously. Destroyer is telling us a sleeve delete is going to happen. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, I, uh, it will. I do love a good sleeveless shirt. And uh, when I was at the NHRA event, I really wished uh, our Dragon Drive shirts were sleeveless. <laughs> but uh, That's right. You mean you mean like this one right here? Yep. Yep. My our right. new summit ones. Cause, uh, but my arms would have got a little more burnt than they already did probably. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well guys, what I found this week is a Mosier 12 volt spool. I know guys need this. Uh, lockers are a lot of fun or limited slips are a lot of fun, but listen, when it comes down to traction, you got to have something that is make sure is going to be there every single time. And this is the way to do that. So, uh, 199 bucks. I figured that was pretty cheap. There's only five left in stock. It's $50 savings there. I don't even know how I found this. I think I was looking up like goofy products or novelty stuff, but I thought these would be pretty fun, you know, for a kid or maybe an adult that uh, is scared of the dark. But I thought it was pretty neat. They have a, you know, obviously a big block Chevrolet and then they have a 426 Hemi. So you can't get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a nightlight. Be great in the hallway if your wife will let you uh, let you put that in there. And then, of course, if you do not know it yet, guys, you can purchase your Summit or you can purchase your Dragon Drive Addiction shirts right on Summit. These are officially licensed Dragon Drive Addiction, Dragon Drive merch right here on Summit. So throw these into your next order on summitracing.com. That was fast, man. We were running through that pretty quick. I see Mick is in the back. Dude, we see you. Give us a thumbs up if you can hear us fine. Yep, he's got a thumbs up. I'm excited to have him on tonight. I think that's going to be a he's going to be a great guest and a lot of uh, a lot of really neat insight into the Australian drag and drive yeah. community and, uh, and what all that does. We now have a membership opportunity of 499 a month that is going to give you a lot more behind the scenes stuff. And that is going to be a lot more relevant in the coming months. Uh, we're not going to get into that. We're going to make a big announcement on June 2nd. That'll talk about some of the changes that are coming to the channel. And then obviously you can put in super chats tonight and uh, super stickers and all that goes to help, you know, cover the cost and expenses of going to like King of the Open Road this weekend or, you know, Eric going to the NHRA event or any of the other eight Dragon Drive events that we are attending this year. So all of that helps with that stuff. Well, dude, you got to tell us a little bit about you went, obviously went to the NHRA Route 66 event 
uh, with the Dragon Drive exhibition. That was kind of cool. So I figured we would talk a little bit about who was there, who raced, who won. Yep. Um, and then what they ran and kind of kind of go from there and kind of give us your thoughts on uh, on everything that you saw. Yeah. So I was only there on Sunday. So they did race Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as who was there, uh, Bryant Goldstone, Clint Sadowski, Rick Trunkett, Bob Hess Jr., Clark Rosenstangle, Alex Taylor, Steve Morris, and Tom Bailey. So yeah. those were the six that were a part of the Dragon Drive exhibition. Yep. And then sadly, Steve Morris broke in the burnout, his first burnout of the weekend. That was sad if you watched any of his videos. Um, I think Tom Bailey struggled quite a bit. There, the looking at the passes that were made over the weekend, there was not much. Um, there was not anything good. I don't think he wrote home to anybody about. Um, I will say the guys that that came out swinging that I saw from my vantage point sitting at home was Bryant Goldstone laid down his fastest pass in that car ever, a six. 62 with a four. Um, he didn't beat his best mile an hour, but he did run 212. So that's pretty awesome there. Clint Sadowski ran a slew of 770s. Rick Trunkett, I think, ran some 770s, maybe even a 760. I think Rick, uh, if I remember right, ran his first four in the eighth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think I saw Jimmy Montaigne make that post. Yep. So that's pretty awesome there. I think it was like a like a 480 or something, 487 or something crazy like that. Yeah, Clint Sadowski put down some numbers. Um, Bob Hess Jr., Clark Rosensengel, I think made a decent pass or two, but I don't think he had anything to write home about. Alex Taylor went low sevens consistently at 200 plus. And then um, Bryant Goldstone ended up winning the whole thing. So congratulations to him. It's kind of crazy based on what I heard and saw in other people's videos was that Bryant and Alex both <laughs> ran for the finals and both cars shut off. Is that right? Yeah. They so pass leave and the car shuts off. Yep. So I think if I remember right, Bryant ran like a 14 second pass or something to win. <laughs> yeah. And Alex was like a 30 something second pass. So yep. they both shut off. Bryant was out ahead, was able to get his going again and finish. Uh, I think Alex had to stop Parker's and get it restarted, but uh, she ran a 30 something second pass, but it was still like well over a hundred miles an hour. So it was kind of <laughs> wild to see that. So, so she was on it. She wasn't just cruising down. She was trying to, trying to figure it out. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's pretty wild. You know, she struggled with that. The end of last season with some stuff and then it happened once or twice at sick week um, but I think they they pretty much had it lined out by the end of the week, and looks like it's raising its its head again. So uh, yep. sadly, but congratulations to Bryant on one a personal best, and then two, you know, winning that event. I mean, it's a big deal. He went out, laid down some real passes. I think he had another seven second pass or something like that. I mean, you know, they've really only had that car back together just for a few months. You know, they had it at uh, Drag Week last year, twenty twenty two, and that was its first outing. It had only been together for. I think a couple days with no hits on. I think they went into drag week completely untested. So pretty awesome to see it out and uh, and being that good out of the gate. I can only imagine what is going to happen with that car as we move through the season. So yeah, it was a it was a ton of fun. I obviously had my Summit Dragon Drive gear on. Mm-hmm. Uh, heard a couple people comment on it. Um, one guy was kind of asking or he didn't ask, he had mentioned they must have these for sale here. 
And I kind of like turned around. I was like, Hey, you know, not, not for sale here, but you can get it at summit. Um, Also, I was checking out um, Bob Hess's car and he noticed it came over. So I got to meet him for the first time. That was kind of cool. We sparked up a conversation and we're just chatting a little bit. And uh, in the stands when Bailey ran, they were, you know, commenting on how it's, it's a pro mod essentially, right. That he drives on the street. And the guy next to me is like, no, no, no way. There's no way he drives it on the street. So, you know, of course I had to jump in and go, no. You had to educate him. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys do. Um, (laughs) I've seen it, you know. So it was, it was cool. There was a a lot of people there, uh, a lot of diehard NHRA people there. So hopefully um, with this exhibition, we Mm -hmm. kind of brought some new people into the sport and kind of see that. Hey, these guys drive their cars too. And yep. in fact, uh, Bryant was the first race in the finals since they, they ran it. I think it was like 315 or something. So when they did the awards, he was the first car in line and oh, he was nice. the first one up on the stage. So it was really cool. Um, thanks again to Howard's Cam for getting us the tickets to get in. Yep. Unfortunately, when I was there, their car did not run at all. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, the only picture I got was of just the body <laughs> sitting on the, the ground. Sitting, yeah. yeah. And then when I went back into the pits later to try to talk to somebody, get some more pictures, they were already loaded up. Uh, tent was down, trailer Dang. was closed up and everything. So, yep. And Chris King was the driver of that and, and also put that whole team together and put the whole uh, scenario together for him to run a few races this season. He's a, a firefighter. I've listened to his interview, I think, on the West Buck show the other day or a Monday morning racer, one of the two. Super cool story. Wanted to race, gets to now, and uh, is still a fireman. So that's kind of where the number comes from. It's a pretty neat story. You know, we're not big NHRA guys around here. We're, we're drag and drive folks, so I don't follow that too much. But um, as we as we ease off into this, doing this more and more, obviously they they cross paths. So let's talk about Dragon Drive World Champion update. Um, Michael Westberg messaged back. If you were watching last week, I was hinting that he may have the car ready to go for Street Week. He did message back and say that uh, he is pushing very, very hard to have the car done by Street Week Sweden, which is in, hang on, uh, 45 days. So pretty wild that he sold the S10 and is now um, on this new car and has a pretty good chance of, uh, of getting it done. And I don't think the power train went with the S10. So I think he still has all that stuff. So he would, you know, it would be a matter of wiring this car to, to what works for, for his setup and everything like that. And if you look in the picture, you can kind of see an intake. I'll have to look at the intake that he had on the S10. Maybe that is the same one. I don't know. But, uh, you know, first-gen ProMod Camaros generally hold top spots. So it'll be interesting to see if this car can do that for him as well. And obviously, he's one of the leaders of the Dragon Drive World Champion right now. So if he can perform well in Sweden, uh, then obviously he'll take those points from resetting records and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff that would go along with winning an event, the extra seven points for a class win, if he can pull that off, things like that. So he's got to get some testing 45 days. is It's not very much testing to put into a brand new car. And then uh, Devin Vanderhoof has been posting that he is, uh, he's racing at sick, sick summer and then plans to back up three more weeks and race at Midwest drags as well. So, you know, he has a real opportunity to, 
take first place by the time we get to Midwest Drags, which would be kind of interesting uh, just to kind of stay on this topic for a second. And you think about it, we still, we may not even, the racer that will win may have not even raced yet. Right. You, you may be looking at somebody that comes swinging for both Rocky Mountain events and then hits drag week or something. You know, we, we could have a really interesting momentum push here as we get through the middle of summer. And this thing really kind of takes up some steam because that's one thing we haven't seen yet because we've really only had one event so far, one national level event. So did Devin that, say if he is going to be driving at those events or? Well, I, I mean, I hope he puts Jordan in it because that would that's the key. It's a racer-driven world champion. It's not a car-driven world champion. like So it is based on racers. So for them to qualify for points, Jordan Tuck will need to drive that car. Or Devin can do it and lay down, you know, get his points for Devin Vanderhoof driving and then, you know, build his points. So then you got to think, is is that car going to go to six drag and drive events this year? Right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive. So, well, let's talk about countdown to the shows. Uh, real um, quick here. Yep. Bill is saying, does Westberg have to come back to us for an event to win the award? I, I mean, I don't think there is another national level. Well, I know there's not another national level Swedish or European event. So yes, he would have to come back to the States, but he's typically done drag week the last few years. So even if he has to borrow a car, I think we would probably still see him, especially if he is in real contention for it. I think he is a competitor through and through and would want to push for that. So he's been over for two or three events a year before. So it wouldn't be something new for him to, to come over. So. Uh, well, let's talk about events, dude. So event countdown, we are going to do things a little different. We are going to tell you how many days because I want you guys to sweat just a little bit. All right. So for the next, this is right at two months. We have all of these events listed below. So in two days, you have the road trip drag challenge. Number one, which is in Queensland, Australia. We'll have Mick on here shortly. It's May 26th to 28th. You have Three days from now, King of the Open Road, May 27th and 28th at Thunder Valley, which obviously I'm going to. We'll have the merch booth out. And Alex Garcia, our racing teammate, she is out. She'll be getting pictures and racing. So she's going to find out how hard it is to be a content creator and racer. In 11 days, you have six summer coming up, Cordova Dragway, June 4th through 9th. 18 days from now is Alaska Speed Week. Now, here's what's cool. I just learned this a little bit ago. Chris Story is doing six summer and leaving a few days early to jump in the car with somebody and going to Alaska Speed Week. <laughs> the person that he's jumping in the car with is driving from Texas to Alaska in the race car. So it's kind of exciting. Um, we we may push to maybe have them on next week. I think that would be a fun, fun thing. I'll talk to Chris about it this weekend at, at King of the Open Road. Yeah, 20, can we get a can we get a GoPro in that car for for that trip? <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's got to be some good content in there. I'll say I don't I don't think you have enough uh, SD cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty wild. I would imagine that the Facebook user making comments there is uh, is Alex Garcia saying yep. she's gonna be taking photos in full race gear, so helmet on, <laughs> race suit out there, snapping pictures, jumping in the car, making passes. So she's racing in the nine zero class. Uh, Bill Elkins says that Chris Story is killing it. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So 23 days from now, Street Weekend UK, uh, June 16th through 18th. 
same weekend you have or same time frame you have is 22 days from now you have bc drag it challenge in british columbia june 15th through 19th 31 days from now are you are you getting a sense here that there's stuff happening rocky mountain race week 1.0 june 24th through 30th you've got 45 days like we talked earlier for street week sweden that is July 8th through 15th. Now, during that same time, 47 days from now, we're going to be racing at Summit Racing Midwest Drags, July 10th through 14th at Virginia Motorsports Park. I will tell you, there are a few spots available, so jump in there. Let's uh, let's have some fun. I'm going to be pit announcing and probably spend a little bit of time in the tower with Josh Castle as well. Yep. I think then, I'll be there too, the plan, so. Bring it on, <laughs> bud. Uh, me and you may have to rent a car and just drive around. I don't know. We're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to have some fun. Don't you threaten me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then that same weekend that Midwest drags ends, we have heads up hustle, central Illinois street car shootout and stroll and the road trip drag challenge number two. So we have Virginia motorsports park in, uh, Richmond, Virginia. You have Milan, Michigan with an event. You have Havana, Illinois, and then you have uh, back in Australia. Same weekend. So it ought to be pretty intense to go through all of the data once I am able to to sort that stuff. And uh, obviously during that time, we're going to be going live probably almost daily with a daily dose of Dragon Drive because there's so many events that are happening at the same time. So that should be pretty fun. And then 60 days from now to end out July, we're going to have Miles of Mayhem in Canada, uh, Edmonton, Alberta, July 23rd through 28th. So uh, I'm in the air on Midwest. So what are you talking about? You're in the air. Come on, man. Whoever you are, Facebook user, get in there. Let's uh, let's go. I think it'll be fun. Virginia Motorsports Park is the fastest track in drag and drive history. We are returning there. Tyler Crossno is handling prep. There, so that's day one and day four for Virginia Motorsports Park. Then we go to Atco and Cecil Dragway. So uh, there should be some big time stuff laid down at Summit Racing Midwest Drags. Doc McIntyre's coming out. That's his second event for the year for the uh, what he calls the uh, perfect points event. Coming out to reset a record in the class, reset an, or set an ET record, and reset a mile per hour record get you those additional points that he's shooting for to take the C red Camaro into the world's first ever dragon drive world champion. So guys, if you were counting, that's 13 events in nine weeks. That's a lot. So most we've ever seen, we're going to have more events on a weekend than we've ever had ever in the history of dragon drive. And then doing the math, I don't know how to word this, but there are, there will be 59 days of drag and drive racers making passes in the next 57 days. <laughs> However, that math works, right? There's around the world, there's 59 tracks that are going to be affected by drag and drive racers. And that is why I've been saying drag and drive racing is saving drag racing because guys, uh, well, listen, you hear me say it all the time, but I'm going to say it one last time tonight. I'll say it again next week, too. We haven't seen the bump from this yet. We have not seen the 
even beginnings of what is going to happen at the end of the 60 days. By the end of this, we're going to have, you've got to think there's probably a thousand or 1200 people that will have raced at a drag and drive event by the end of July. That is more than we had in 2022 or almost as many as we had in 2022 and, uh, and more than we had in 2021. So absolutely insane. If you want to catch up on the list, the full list of drag and drive events, go to dragondrive.com slash news, and you'll see it in uh, the blog post. It's in uh, the blog post is two or three down. So what do we got sport about here talking about? Yeah. He said he unfortunately just bowed out of six summer, oh, just man. not in the cards for him, yeah. but still planning on drag week, Redwood rally and death week. So those are still yeah. going to be some good events. Well, and that's exciting. And dude, he lives in California. So I was, I would imagine he was one of the first in line for Redwood Rally and Death Week. Uh, but I'm excited to see him again at Drag Week as well. Well, guys, you know how we do this. We put this thing on from our lovely sponsors. So let's thank Molly Motorsports with uh, the ad play now. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of dragondrive.com. Molly's power pack piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillo raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit mollymotorsports.com for the most recent line of products. Awesome. Love our friends at Molly. We'll actually have them on uh, in the next couple of weeks. I've been talking to Eric about that. I don't, I don't remember if he's racing in 1.0 or 2.0, but uh, we'll find out once we have him on. And guys, before we bring on Mick, we want to talk about the gentleman's agreement. That is, while this live stream is free and podcast is free for you to watch, doesn't cost you anything to do that. It's not free for us to produce. We spend hours every week researching, finding pictures. I think I spend more time finding pictures than I do writing topics for the show, but we bring that to you. Part of the gentleman's agreement is that we will keep providing that kind of content, but in exchange, you guys will hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. If you haven't done it here, make sure you are following us. We obviously can't check that you are doing that and we won't ever call you out for not doing it, but guys, we're going to keep up our end. If you'll keep up your end, we would certainly appreciate it. Dude, let's get into our, our guest tonight. Um, I'm super I'm excited. excited. I, I'm excited to have him. Uh, we're going to start a new game next week where we're going to see how many times Michael Narc says excited. <laughs> if you don't know, he is the host of the Road Trip Drag Challenge. They have three of these a year. This dude is an animal. I cannot imagine putting on that many events per year, especially in what sounds like uh, is maybe a little bit harder regulations than what we are used to here in the States for, uh, for his racers. So let's bring in Mick and, uh, and we'll get this thing started. He is at the track because you guys kick off your event tomorrow because you're actually in the future, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We're uh, yeah. 24 hours, just under 24 hours and we're away. Man, that's crazy. So it is 10 a.m., pretty close there, 1030 now, I guess, uh, your time. So that's pretty awesome. You guys will actually kick off. So you're already at the track. Are you getting set up for the events and stuff for the weekend? Yeah, I've been uh, been here for the last uh, two days setting up uh, all the bits and pieces that we set up for flags and bits and pieces for our sponsors, um, merch marquees, uh, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, so it's been busy. That's awesome. Well, 
there's a lot to cover here. We want folks first off to know where to find you. Where can they follow all the events that are coming up this weekend? Yeah, so uh, if they're keen to, to on Facebook, uh, the Road Trip Drag Challenges uh, 2023 um, is the main source of information for us. Uh, we also have uh, the website of addictiveevents.com uh, to find out information, uh, links and photos and videos and bits mm-hmm. and pieces on there as well. That's awesome. Well, uh, you guys have been doing this for a while. And I saw, I was trying to go back and get a bunch of historical stuff and see all the things, but man, you post so much that it's, uh, you're kind of like us, like it's, you're overrun with it. So, so walk us through kind of how long you've been doing this and how it got started. So uh, originally uh, I worked at uh, a circuit racing track um, uh, up in the north side of the area where we're at in Brisbane. Um, and there wasn't anywhere up there for guys to do any social drag racing. Uh, their closest track being some hour and a half plus hours away. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I tried to get a, a pay rise out of my boss and he wasn't too keen. Um, so he said, if I can put this together, uh, I can get a cut. So that's how it started. Uh, it's just a circuit racing. So full no prep. Uh, it was only eighth mile done on the front straight uh, at Lakeside Park. Nice. Um, and it kicked off very small. I think our first event, we had 24 cars came along. Um, but then over growing it and growing it, um, uh, we ended up selling that out at 100 cars per event. Um, but it was at one of them events where a guy came up to me and said, hey, man, would you be able to put something together where we could do some multiple tracks uh, and whatnot? Um, so from there, it was born uh, 10 months later after putting it all together. Um, we did our first uh, event, uh, 2016, November 2016, um, uh, using uh, the track I'm at now, Willowbank uh, Raceway. Um, then we also went to Warwick Dragway, uh, which is about an hour or so from here, from where we are. Um, and then for the third day, we went back to the no prep uh, track at uh, Circuit Track at Lakeside and, and finished the event there. I was say that that makes for streetcars if you – uh, go to three different tracks, then they got to get back to the, they either got to get to their truck and trailer, they got to drive home. That's exactly right. So uh, it was pretty good. And look, it, it, 34 cars, as you guys would know, being around the game, um, it doesn't pay bills. It doesn't pay track eyes. It doesn't pay anything. Um, um, but we stuck with it. Um, and here we are today. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's huge. So, so how many people are signed up for this weekend's event? So, two hundred and seventy cars um, oh, wow. uh, for this weekend. Um, yeah, which is good. I mean, this is yeah. uh, obviously our highest number. Our previous one in November last year, uh, we had two hundred and thirty-two cars, um, and we're sort of testing the waters because I think we're at our limit yeah. uh, with with two hundred and seventy. We need to make sure people get plenty of runs and. And all that sort of stuff. And that is a little bit of the struggle because we're not elimination style racers. So it's not like that number starts at 270 in the morning. And by the end of the day, you're racing 30 cars. It's like you start at 270, you may end up at 250, you know? So, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So the way we do it to make sure that uh, everybody gets plenty of track time is uh, because we are purely a social event. That's what it is. 
um, we split everybody into two groups. So to kick off tomorrow morning, we will have one group. Uh, because we're only running this event at, uh, at one track for all three days, mm-hmm. we have to do things different. So uh, while group one will go on track tomorrow for the first couple of hours, we'll send group two and they'll go and do a road course. Mm. Um, the road course is about, uh, this year, about the first day is about an hour and a half round trip um, where they'll head to a certain checkpoint. We will have somebody there that will uh, we'll check them off um, and give them what we call proof of checkpoint. Oh, um, hey. Okay, so I'm an idiot <laughs> if people don't know that. So when you said road course, I was thinking you were like at a like a dual track, like you had like an actual road course. <laughs> no. I was like, I was like trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, these skinny <laughs> tires are out there trying to make turns. Yeah. Okay. No, now I'm no, picking no. up what you're saying. Yeah, they're out on the we're street. Hit, we're yeah. on the street. Yeah. 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 So they've got a, a street course, I should say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To to go and complete. Um, then once they've done theirs, we swap them over. Group two will go on track, and uh, group one will head out and go and do their road course. How cool! So that's really neat because then um, whoever you're passing, that's why these events are going to be do, they're going to blow up for you guys is because there's going to be a burst of people, and then all those people are going to be like, "Man, those are some cool cars!" And then several hours later, there's going to be another burst of cars come by yep. them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you do both morning and night racing, or is it just one or the other? No, come about six o'clock, uh, it's time for a beer. Um, that, that's sort of that's for Friday. So Friday, uh, so tomorrow we have we'll be on track from ten a.m. right through until about uh, four thirty in the afternoon. Mm. Then after that, we'll have a little break, and then we've got uh, the introduction of a new little game. We like to play games. Uh, for people um so it's the 650 shootout so the track that we're running out now because most of them are street registered they're not allowed to go any quicker than 637 over the eighth so we set a limit for them guys that we won't accept a slip for points um anything quicker than 650 over the eighth so the game we're going to play is if you can qualify tomorrow during the day between 10 a.m and 4 30 p.m between 650 and 660, that'll let you qualify to go into our 650 shootout. Only for them guys, uh, and we've got uh, yeah, we've got some cash up for grabs, uh, and that'll be a heads up eliminator. Oh wow, so that's pretty fun. So w- when you say they're limited to 637, what does that mean? Like it, like a government regulation, like street this cars is, can't go faster. So where you guys have the NHRA uh, mm-hmm. restrictions over there, we have IHRA here in Australia. Yep. Um, and it limits any any car that does not have all the gear cages and all the rest of the stuff. Mm. Um, so the majority of our cars are daily drivers and oh, tough nice. streeters. Um, out of our 270 entrants for this weekend, we only have 40 cars that are fully teched, caged, chutes, seats, harnesses, the whole lot. The rest of them are your general lap sash seatbelt um, and your daily driver. So wow. and obviously a mix of a lot of tough street cars in there as well. Yeah. Uh, when I say daily drivers, they're up to thirteen hundred horsepower. Um, wow. So uh, yeah, so that's the restriction on here. So if you go any quicker here, uh, they will talk to you and advise you to back off. And if you don't, they will take your wristband and say, "Sorry, guys, it's not safe enough for us here." Yeah. So so that's that's Friday, and then yep. um, what what do you got going on Saturday and Sunday? 
Yeah, so Saturday uh, we kick off again at 10 a.m. Um, uh, we swap the groups around, so Group 2 will go on track first. Group 1 uh, will do their road course. Sorry about the noise, guys, if you can hear it around me. Uh, the guys are cleaning up the place, getting it all whippersnipped and, and pretty for us. Uh, so and then so Saturday runs exactly the same. So on Friday and Saturday, Sunday, all of our entrants are just chasing one slip. So within the class that you're in, uh, you're chasing a slip basically that's as close to 650 as you can get for the untech guys. And obviously the tech guys can go as fast as they want. Um, so over the Friday, everybody will chase just one slip. They will submit that time along with the the, the checkpoint proof that they got from their road uh, from their street course. Mm -hmm. um, to get points for that day. Um, so we do that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. On Saturday afternoon at about 5 o'clock, uh, we shut down again for a, uh, a dial-your-own competition. So it's open to all of our entrants. Uh, we have uh, QCL Group is our uh, naming rights sponsor for the dial-your-own challenge on Saturday night. They've put up $3,000. Wow. Um, for it's, uh, it's a heads-up. Um, we run the heads up component. So obviously elimination, uh, we knock everybody out until we get to about, uh, I'll say 15 or 20 cars. Um, once we're down to 15 or 20 cars, that's when we start to add a little bit more fun to the event. We'll get everybody out of their cars. Uh, and I will give everybody one peg, literally a, your clothes peg off your, off your clothes line at home. Uh, that peg represents a, a lifeline for them. So from here on out, they have one life. If they lose in a round, they can uh, bring that peg back to me along with a $20 note attached to it uh, that goes in the bucket. Um, uh, that runs all the way through. Uh, obviously, first place gets $3,000. Second place will take the money in the bucket. Oh, nice. Nice. The barbacks. Yes. Just, just one buyback. Yep. That's it. But we only do it, obviously, when we get down to 20 cars because it'll take forever if we do that oh, with, yeah. uh, with 200 cars. <laughs> so uh, while that's going on, uh, it's not compulsory. People have generally had enough runs by then. Uh, we'll put the beers up on the hill. Uh, the guys will either go up on the hill and, 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 and have the beers on us um, or they'll take part in this. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a great, uh, great little bit of fun. That, so that's, that's for sure. Nice. Yeah, so you guys are definitely getting a ton of passes where, like, so yep. for the for the drag and drive section, they're they're one they may be one and done for their time if they're happy with yep. it. But then if they want to get in on some extra stuff, they're racing Friday night and again Saturday night. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's um, it's it's what we try to give the guys because it is a social event. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. There's there's guys that want to you know throw some different tunes at their cars and all that sort of stuff. And the more track time we can give them, um, you know, the the more it is for them. It's it's what we've found that's helped. Uh, grow the event um, and uh, rules from our side of things are pretty pretty relaxed obviously we, we're safety's first that's just yep. a given yep. um, uh, but when it comes to that sort of stuff if you've had enough for the day and you want to submit your time and go and kick back and have a beer that's fine by me we, we <laughs> don't have it we don't have an issue with that just don't bring your car back down the lane yeah um, so yeah um, Saturday night uh, after the die your own competition uh, we uh, we then host a a, uh, a big um, uh, a big dinner um, obviously the dinner and put the drinks on for for an entrant and their two crew so if you're a crew member you get to be a part of the dinner and drinks and everything it's all a part nice. of the uh, the entry yep. um, and we also do an update of where we're up to so we'll do a big presentation um, for different things so we have to add to the social element we have trophies for things like 
the first guy to the esky. So we keep an eye on who was the guy that cracked that esky. Our esky, just to give you an idea, is about seven feet long. Um, it's two foot wide, two foot high. I could probably fit both of you guys in there without touching each other. Um, <laughs> holds, I think, 40 cartons of beer. Wow. Um, <laughs> so wow. it gets warm over here. It gets yeah. warm. <laughs> yeah, if the weather's warm, we need cold beer. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, and the presentation, like I say, it's all for different things, um, not just car things. Um, and then we also do a raffle, um, just a bit of a raffle. So every entrant uh, in their gift bag, because everybody gets a gift bag with a shirt and the likes, we put a stubby cooler in there. Uh, that cooler's got a, uh, a number on it. Randomly, we just draw them out. And um, you can bring anything from alcohol. We've got a split system air conditioner that somebody's donated. Um, all different prizes. Um, Tom Bailey has actually uh, got a guy over here, and they've donated some uh, some of his the sick mags for us yep. to give away as well. Yep. Um, so, so, so yeah, post on that a couple stickers, things like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let, let's talk about your checkpoints and stuff now. Will the guys make the same? So, Group One and Two Friday will probably go to the same checkpoint, I would imagine. Yep. But what about for Saturday and Sunday? Is it same same thing? What do you get? No, totally different checkpoint, um, different location. Um, and, and, and the guys for the checkpoint, they don't get notified of the first group, don't get the notification of where they're going to until after the driver's briefing. Um, and the second group don't get theirs uh, until they come off track at midday. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah, two, two different locations for Friday and Saturday. We don't do one on Sunday. Um, Saturday, uh, with everything that we do, yeah. And, and Saturday night, it, it turns out to be quite a big day. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so we, uh, yeah, we basically, a lot of people, that's when you get your one and dones. They'll, they'll come down the lane Saturday, Sunday morning, they'll, they'll put a pass down, they'll hand their slip in. Um, there's no road course or street course on, on yeah. Sunday. And they, they pack her up and they've had, they head for the hills. That's awesome. Well, um, what's it cost for, for racers to, to, to enjoy all that fun? Yeah, so our entries are $525, um, which over there in, in America is probably 300 bucks, um, And that gives you everything for you and two crew. So that's nice. your, your gift bag with your shirt. And that's uh, We put a sausage sizzle on Friday night. Uh, that's a BYO drinks. Saturday night's obviously the drinks and, uh, and, and all the food. When I say the dinner on Saturday night, uh, we do roast pork. Uh, we have uh, creamy chicken mustard. A mustard chicken, um, um, and obviously an array of salads and all that sort of stuff that some yeah. people like. Yeah, sounds so like that's a big a party, man. That's awesome. We yeah. do. Yeah, we'll be partying in the staging lines. Uh, that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad price for everything that uh, that you give them, guys, and their two crew members. So that's pretty cool. It, it is. We look, we try to look after them. We put uh, water in the lanes and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's free for, for, for any of the drivers and their crew, uh, cause you know, here it, we're in winter time now, so it's not too bad, but the days are still warm. We'll be 25 degrees uh, Celsius, um, this weekend. Um, but in summer we can be, you know, 45 degrees. I'm not too sure what that works out to be, in, but it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we make sure we just look after people. That's, that's what people want. They, uh, we don't focus too much on the spectator. All of our energy goes into into the racer. Yeah, very cool. So, do you guys get a lot of spectators that come out then as well? Um, we do. It it, it varies. Um, we've never really pushed the spectator side of things purely because it's uh, we, you know, trying to grow the sport. 
So the more people we can get in the gate to come and see what we do, the more chance of them of pulling their their, their, their bum off the, uh, the hill and putting them in a seat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's our biggest focus, uh, and that's that's working for us. Um, that's why you know this year we got three events. Yeah, you guys are animals for sure. <laughs> so it's it's a tough gig. It's it's only uh, so addictive events consists of myself. Um, I'm full time. Um, my wife, um, she helps me at the events and bits and pieces. Uh, and our kids give us a hand on the weekends when we do the events. Yeah. We try to keep it small. It's it's all family-based. Um, but I can tell you, it's busy and it's a full-time gig putting three events together. Yeah. I, I've, so I host one here in the States. It's a weekend event and it's it's all I want. I, I can't imagine putting <laughs> putting three together. So that's 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 impressive. And yeah, uh, having a, a spouse that helps is a, is a big deal. You know, ours, mine put in so many times and she doesn't know anything about racing but she's in there inputting ets in mile per hour you know so yeah absolutely look with uh without my wife we wouldn't be uh we wouldn't be where we are um uh, purely uh when covid hit um uh we had to make the decision everybody in australia were cancelling their events yeah. we had to, to make the decision to do we follow everybody else and, and cancel or can we come out on top here if, and if it works yep. it, it works uh, so we risked our house basically to, to be able to do it. Um, I had to quit my job um, purely because the paperwork required to hold an event here during COVID was ridiculous. You guys were on, it, it was hardcore for y'all. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, I appreciate everything that she does for us. And, and like I say, without her uh, pumping away at her do- job full time, um, there's no way we could afford to have done it. Simple as that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how strict the local police are with your vehicle <laughs> regulations. Okay, so I reckon if any one of the cars that you guys have running over there in the States turned up here, you get five minutes down the road and the coppers would have it. Um, it it's, yeah, the regulations here, to give you an example, uh, you can't have anything hanging out of the bonnet for a start. It's just wow. not allowed. Unless it came out factory, it's not allowed. Uh, the minimum height um uh underneath your car uh, has to be 100 millimeters so so they like, will literally like four four inches for everybody here in this yep state. yeah four inches sorry yeah sorry uh That's all right. That's all right. yeah um obviously it has to be uh full glass cars we don't have any uh any chassis cars or anything like that no, none of that sort of stuff uh in the event um yeah firewalls uh, are generally in the same spot there's a few guys that might make a few mods um but even a pod filter uh, they're not allowed. Stuff like wow. that. What? It's, it's, yep, I am not kidding you. Um, the stuff like that. I mean, um, yeah, the guys that obviously come that you know, are modified, um, uh, but they do it the right way. Uh, you have to. Um, over here, some of the laws are strict. If you get caught doing some stuff in a car that shouldn't be on the street, they'll crush it. They will literally take your car and they will go and put it in the crusher. Wow. I can't imagine. So, <laughs> so that's why, I mean, our event, um, it's only open to uh, street registered vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way it has to be. Um, um, and everybody knows that, that you know they've got to drive on the road, so it's it's uh, the emphasis put on the racer to make sure um, that he's happy to take it on the road. Yeah. Um, we we've never really had any issues. Um, it's all been really good. The guys are great. They uh, you know uh, they just cruise to where they've got to go, turn around and cruise back. Um, we've had the police turn up at some checkpoints, um, and they've been pretty cool. They, you know, we don't advertise what we're doing or anything like that to them guys. Um, uh, but we haven't had any issues. 
yeah. we, we just roll with the punches and, and, and they're pretty good. Well, and what we found, you know, obviously here we're a little more laid back. I, I'm in Arkansas, which is way laid back. We don't even have a monthly or yearly where you have to go in for a smog test or anything. But what we found is that generally the police officers are, they'll kind of give you a thumbs up or they'll just kind of look the other way as you drive on by, as long as you're being, <laughs> you know, you're not being rowdy or something like that. So I'm sure it's probably the same a little bit over there as long as, uh, as long as you're acting right there. Okay. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And that's, that's what it comes down. It all comes down to attitude. Um, and like I say, we've got a great bunch of guys that have been uh, coming to our events and, and whatnot. Um, and, and that's, what's grown. The event is, we might've started out small, but it's grown purely on, the guy come and bring in his two crew and then his two crew next time they come along and they're entered and they bring two more guys. That's why now we, we sell out like it's, uh, it's, these are sell out events. Uh, um, yeah. So do you got, do you guys, uh, does anybody pull trailers at all? Um, so the guys, so the rules that we have here is you can, you can arrive on a trailer, um, for the event and you can take it home on a trailer. Um, no, but no, there's no, no towing. Yeah, he's talking about with a with the car. Like, is there you know, like drag and drive trailer? You oh, know, do, do they well, hook up yeah, okay, the trailer in the race car? Yeah, so uh, you don't have to. Um, uh, if people want to, no problem. Uh, but no, we don't. We don't have to. Once we've got guys that will start coming in today um, and set up, they don't have to pack all their stuff and take it with them on the road courses. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are not that deadly serious in regards yeah. to that side of things. Um, obviously, you can't tow your car and all that sort of stuff during the event. Um, uh, but but when it comes to packing all your stuff up, uh, it's more of a pain in the neck for guys. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially if you're coming back to the same place, it's a bit of a. Yeah. I, I could see it's, it would just open for a bit of cheatery where somebody goes, "Oh no, that's not my campsite," <laughs> and they just put stuff <laughs> over there. So yeah. so it, it's it's a path not worth venturing. And I guess for us, maybe our cars are overly modified where we have to worry about things breaking on those cruises. And that's yeah. probably more why we have tons of stuff packed in trailers. Yeah, well, yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of times, like even the circuit, there's, you know, we, we race at one track. So it's race Friday. Um, we made a big loop and then raced again Sunday. And so, you know, people didn't have to, but we wanted those new people that are coming into the sport to kind of have that feeling of like, Hey, if I was going to another drag strip for Saturday, what would I need to take with me? So, so we, we made them, we made them load up like they were, uh, like they were going to be racing at a different track, which will be for 2024. But, um, well, let's talk about your events because obviously we talked about you putting on three events, you know, when are they, what tracks are you hitting all that kind of stuff? So, yeah, this weekend, uh, we're at Willowbank Raceway uh, at Willowbank uh, in Queensland. All of our events are in Queensland. Um, from here in about eight weeks' time, July 14 to 16, uh, we will be uh, at Palmyra Dragway in Mackay. So that's a bit further north. Uh, for us, it's about 12 hours' drive from here. Um, so it's only a new event uh, that kicked off uh, last year was our first event. Um, so we had uh, nearly 80 entries, I think 79 entries for the first event up there. Um, so we're shaping up and hoping uh, for about 125. Um, uh, and we're getting the guys from down here that are going up there as well. Uh, so they're telling me. Um, so that should be good supported, uh, not just locally up there, but from around around the place as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our third event. So I've got a couple of dates uh, sort of booked in. Uh, first one is 
uh, I think it's 10, 11, 12 of November uh, at Warwick Dragway. It's, uh, they've been undergoing refurbs for the last couple of years. Um, unfortunately, they've had some terrible runs with the weather. Mm. Um, uh, they're actually extending. They were an eighth-mile track, um, and they've got a bit of government assistance to, uh, to help them um, uh, get to full quarter mile. Um, so it all depends on whether they are ready to go for that, for that date, um, uh, which we'd love to get back to. It's an awesome local track, a country track, uh, great people, um, and, and, yeah, everybody's dying to get back up there and support them guys. Um, and then uh, if that doesn't come to plan, uh, we are hoping uh, – well, if that doesn't come to plan, we have a date uh, booked in to be back here again at Willowbank. Uh, I think it's the following weekend or fortnight later. Nice. So for folks to understand, like November for you guys is summertime, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, it's warm down there uh, when you're racing in November, which is completely opposite. It'll be snowing on Eric. It won't be snowing <laughs> on me, but it'll be snowing on Eric in November. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's, it's hot here in November, that's for sure. It's, uh, it, it's cooking. There's no snow for Christmas here. <laughs> so what are you most excited about for for this weekend and, and the event um i i reckon uh for this event we've uh we've got some guys that have been really bordering on that four second pass over the eighth uh, all of our events are only eighth mile mm-hmm. um so out of a, a registered street car um to, to 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 break into that four seconds um over the eighth mile um Remember, these, there's no slicks in our event. Uh, these are all radials. Um, wow. uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it's going to happen this weekend. Um, for sure, I reckon we've got probably at least half a dozen contenders, um, which grew from about two or three once you put it out there that, hey, guys, I'm going to put up some, some cash and, and a nice mm-hmm. trophy for the first guy that does a four-second pass. Yeah. Um, so that, that brought a, a few people, uh, had some engines out down to the engine builders for a few few tweaks, I think. Um <laughs> Which is which is good. Um, we're we're uh, excited. We've we've got some uh, some great guys that are uh, commentating for us uh, this weekend. Uh, Chris Diggles and Kerry Digney, a couple of legends in the sport down here, um, and obviously they'll be going through our live feeds. Um, so it'll be great, you know, getting getting the sport out to the people yep. um, through our live stream, opening the gate to spectators for free. Yep. Um, can only be good. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I'm, for me, I'm excited for people to come down and have some more fun. That's that's what we do, and that's what we're known for. Right. Um, we don't and take then, any crap. We're just here for fun. Well, and just while you're talking about the live stream, we do have those links in the description uh, of all the YouTube channels. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can find all the links to those to those there as well. And uh, But tell everybody where those will be, like what the channel name is again. Yeah, so uh, through, through YouTube, uh, Overtaking Lane. Uh, them guys do a great job. They come to all our events, um, and and their work is is second to none. And they're not 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 to mention uh, they don't only do that. They're also a part of the event. Um, oh, they fine. come and hop in some cars as well. Uh, so they've got they'll bring their own cars um, uh, to come and have a bit of fun with us as well. Um, we try to make sure everybody's involved in the event. Yeah, that's cool. So how many classes do you have? Yeah, okay, so uh, we run our classes. Uh, we think we've got 13 classes in total. Okay. So classes are based on on tyre width and type. So if you've got a sticky tyre, anything with a tread wear of 140 or under, 
um, there's a class. So it's basically for us, it's 275, what we call 275 millimetre um, and over is a class. And then there's obviously an ASPO and a blown class for, for that. Um, and then we sneak down to, you know, up to 265. Uh, then we have a 235 class. Um, and then we've also introduced, uh, we've, we've split up our manual class. So we've got a manual blown and a manual aspirator class mm. um, as well. Um, and then uh, our biggest field uh, is the dial your own class. I think as we see the growth in the sport, I think we're going to see a lot of folks kind of gravitate towards that style of class instead of just running like a straight up index, you know, like an OO index yep. or a 50, you know, a 50 index or something like that, simply yep. because it allows, I always say bracket racers are our, that's our next group that we can chase because those guys yep. know that their car runs a 1274 yep. in the quarter Absolutely. mile, you know, like they know it does that. Well, do they slow it down to go into 13-0 index or do they speed it up way faster and take a hit at it to go 12-0, you know? So I think we're going to see a lot of uh, dial your own type stuff. Of of your classes, which is your favorite? Ah, gee, that's a, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, I suppose I've got some some guys and some sponsors that are in our 235 blown uh, and the and the ASPO class as well. Um, with it coming down, with putting that uh, that limit of nothing quicker than 650 on a time card that's come for some real tight racing it's it's crazy on how tight that stuff is yeah. hence why we did the 650 shootout yeah. um because you know somebody likes to stand on the top so we'll, we'll make them famous on friday night um <laughs> but yeah I, i'd say the 235 class uh honestly is it's a good it's a good mix of you know trying to get big power we've got some guys with some big power um trying to put a 235 we've got a, mm -hmm. um, a little ke 20 I'm pretty sure he's in the in. Uh, he's actually in tech, but he runs on a two three five tire, but it's over well over a thousand horsepower on a radial. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, the the big guys are good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching. Not that I get to see a lot. <laughs> I don't actually get to see a lot of passes over the weekend. Um, um, but yeah, for me, it's great to see the mix of cars that we have, from your stock standard ninety horsepower four cylinder car that's got uh, a 17-year-old in it that has never been to the drag strip before, lined up against a uh, supercharged V8 pushing, you know, 1,200 horsepower, and they can actually mm -hmm. line up against each other and race each other. Yeah. Um, so that's the stuff I enjoy is um, seeing the new people and then obviously them coming back the next year and the next year, knowing that you've done the right thing. Yep. That's cool. So how many racers do you think are going to compete in all three of your events? So we hold uh, something we introduced last year when we decided to do three rounds. We decided to do our own little grand champion. So as a part of the grand champion, um, everybody, the winner out of each class uh, for us uh, can get a maximum of 200 points um, each day at the event. So 600 total is the maximum that anyone can get. Um, so as a part of the grand champion, you have to, to be in the running, you have to do all three. Last wow. year, we only had about seven guys, um, obviously taking a week off uh, to do this event because guys will turn up today and then they won't go back to work until probably Tuesday. It's a big mm -hmm. weekend. Um, and, and trying to do that three weeks of the year, um, especially, you know, 12 hours up. So you've got to allow even more time. 
um, uh, the guys have got to, you know, you got to get that past the misses as well. Um, so, <laughs> so it's not an easy task. Having seven cover that, that's a bunch. I, I'll, I'll say that's a lot. Yeah, this year I expect well, it's growing. Um, there's a lot of people that have told me they're out for the grand champion. So I'm, I'm ex- hoping for, for 20, if we can get 20 um, that do across all three. Um, the awesome. rules are you can also you can change cars and classes between events if you want because you're still in it for the points no matter what. So it doesn't matter what yeah. car or class you're in. So it's, you can change it between events, just not at the event. Yep. And, and I think to, to talk about Eric's question too, a little bit more there, you know, if you have 250 people per event, let's say as an average, you know, that's 750 people that it will attend these events across the year. So that's, that's pretty awesome, man. Congratulations. What does the grand Thank champion, what, what, what do they win? So uh, we have a custom built, I don't have it with me. It's actually, it's actually still getting uh, coded. So uh, it's uh, like a bigger version of a custom-made timing gear timing set um, uh, that somebody uh, has manufactured for us, um, and uh, and the and the bragging rights to stir everybody up. That's yeah. what they get. That's uh, that's what they get. Yeah. Do you offer any like early registration for people from the first event uh, when they register for like your second and third events? Uh, we haven't um it's it's sort of been uh, we have worked on a first in best dress type scenario um however uh, i'm the type of guy that always makes sure that, that i look after the people that look after us yeah. um so a i'm not going to leave a sponsor hanging out without a spot that's just a given uh and also you know people if they've been coming uh and supporting us for the last you know three years or so um i'll, I'll find them a spot um that's just what we do you know what goes around comes around obviously we 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 can't guarantee that i mean the sponsor one i can guarantee because chances are they'll pull their sponsorship so (laughs) so the sponsorship spot i can always guarantee um uh, but the other ones you can't guarantee um so it it is it is uh first in best dressed is the general rule that's awesome well i saw a post the other day that um was a bourbon run challenge what, what's the bourbon run? Because I'm in on this, like this kind of stuff. Uh, this is up my alley right here. Okay, so the bourbon run originated uh, about three or four years ago now. Uh, it was originally called the bus run. Uh, a sponsor came to me. He's got a, a charter, a little charter bus uh, business, uh, buses that hold about 20 people, I suppose, yeah. the, the smaller ones that people turn into motorhomes. Um, and he wanted to sponsor the event. Um, but we weren't sure how to do it. So we come up with the idea of, well, let's do the briefing, the briefing on Friday morning. Let's turn off all the time boards and everything else and let's send the bus down the, down the, uh, down the, down the track and see what time it sets. So I think the first, it was like a 16.5 or something or other. It did eight, over eight the eight. Mile. Yeah, eight mile. Eight yeah. Mile. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so then, that slip comes back to me, so it gets printed up in the tower. They bring that down to me, and then I'll tell people, okay, because um, uh, everybody wanted to know. I asked for questions at the end of it, and this guy in a bus with a helmet on pulled up behind me, and, and I'd actually forgot about it. And the guys go, what's to go with the bloody bus that just went down the, the strip? I said, oh, that's right. So if you can get as close to the bus time without going uh, quicker than it, uh, we'll give you a great big bottle of, uh, of bourbon. Um, so that's great. how it started. So we give them a we give them 
a guide. It might be if it, if the bus did sixteen five, we might give them a guide between uh, you know fifteen and, and eighteen seconds. They then bring uh, they so people do it. They will actually see. I've seen uh, some big five second cars try and replicate like a sixteen second pass. It's funny, uh, especially when they're on the line on the two step uh, and all this sort of stuff, and then they poke <laughs> off and roll down. It's funny stuff. Um, <laughs> And then on the Saturday night, as a part of the dinner and presentation and drinks, um, we basically uh, wheel them down to find out who got closest. Um, and yeah, these are limited edition, uh, numbered, uh, cradled bottles of Jack Daniels. Uh, wow. I think they're half gallon in, in your guys' terms, thereabouts. Yeah. That's, that's great, cool. man. Talk talk about a fun time. It sounds like, you know, you keep saying social event. I think that, uh, that, that sums up exactly what you're doing. Well, one thing that a guy like you that has as much experience, we always want to know, you know, what are some tips or things like that that you can, that you'd be willing to give up for some other hosts or promoters of events? Um, oh, you got to, rem- for, for, for us, um, the biggest thing that, that uh, we look at or for anybody trying to get into the game um, to grow the game is, is don't limit your market. Um, you know, there's no point, uh, you know, I, I don't know how it works in the States over there and what cars you get to all your events. Uh, but for us, my target market is any registered car mm-hmm. in the area. That, all you need to have is a license um, uh, and, and, and a street registered car. And, and you're my target market. Um, <laughs> that, that opens it up. It, is. <laughs> it, it, it does. And this is where, you know, you're saying there before about the, the bracket racing and stuff like that. Open it up. I'll have a Barina that'll run 12 seconds on the 8th this weekend. And it'll yep. be pedaled by a 17-year-old girl that's never been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And that's the next generation of races. Yep. Um, yep. Where they go to from there, whether they decide to you know, stay in that stock standard car and come to our events or whether they just step it up and, and go into other you know competitions that, uh, and events that are run, that, that's for them to decide. Um, but yep. if I can give them the, the leg up here to start, um, that, that's what will grow your sport. Make it a family. I, I've got guys that are drag racers um, that come to our events in their their drag cars, um, you know, cage and all that sort of stuff. Still street registered, um, but they're now they're now bringing their kids, and their their kids are in, you know, their daily drivers. Let's mm-hmm. let's send them down the track because they realise what we do. It's it's fun, it's safe, um, and and we take the time. Uh, you know, a lot of people are very nervous at going to racetracks. The big belief is that you got to have a race car to go on a racetrack. That's wrong. <laughs> you don't need a race car to go on a racetrack. Um, so any car will go down this strip behind me. That's the biggest thing is um, look at your market and, and everybody out there can be a potential guy to get a bum in a seat and head down the strip. You've just got to make sure you're looking after them. You know, I'll walk people through, um, you know, how the lights work and, and all that sort of stuff. I will, if I've got a first timer and they're nervous, I'll shut down the other lane. I will let them do a solo pass on their own. Um, I've got a golf buggy before the event. If not on track, I'll run them down, show them this is where you come off, this is where you get slip. Because it, it's it's that's it's only that stuff that they're nervous yep. about. Yep. Yeah. They're not nervous about anything else. Yeah. So, they, any, so that's if what anything, we're they're excited to hold their foot down for an eighth of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the biggest thing, education is key. Um, I know that, uh, and making sure they know where the finish line is. Um, we have had here a long time ago a story. I wasn't here, but I have heard the story where someone was uh, 
think it was somebody's wife uh, was was here on the start line and first time ever and Shark's husband, he was a drag racer, was to what to do and he said, just hold it flat all the way. I think she was still on the gas. She was in the gravel near the far end um, and she was still flat to the boards. Yeah, she's like, so, ah, <laughs> I did what you said. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, so uh, education is key, and and uh, making sure you're looking after the next lot of generation races that's coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we kind of wind down here, uh, is there anybody that's a longtime participant or sponsor that you kind of want to give a shout out to? Absolutely. Look, um, our, our naming right sponsor uh, is Absolute uh, Lifting and Safety. Um, Steve Smith. Uh, has been with us now, I think, for about six years. Um, even though his business doesn't really generate anything, he's one of these guys that just likes to support our event. He comes to every every event of ours. Um, he gets involved in the fancy dress. So we also do a fancy dress on the Saturday night too for for uh, a bit of fun. Um, yeah, Pete, Peter Gatwood, um, he's one of our entrants. I think he's been to every event. Uh, yeah, wow. he's found a car, whether he's been broken or not. He's found a car and been at every event. I think he's the only guy. We've got some great sponsors behind us. Uh, you know, all of our sponsors are, are, are relatively only small. We don't have any big, big sponsors or any of that sort of stuff. But the guys that we do have are a part of the racing community. Um, if they're not racing, they're definitely here, uh, you know, watching and supporting and all that sort of stuff. Um, the, the list is too long for me to go through. Uh, they knew who they are. I do yeah. thank them. I, I, I would hate to go through the list and, list and forget someone. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, look, all the all the guys that do uh, support us and, and, and a big shout out to the tracks as well. Um, you know, Willowbank here, uh, where we are this weekend, uh, they do a great job. They look after us quite well. Palmyra, like I say, a new track where we went up there last year. Awesome crew, awesome track. Um, again, another little rural track used to be, uh, I think it was, uh, they used to grow uh, corn up there, um, but it was no good for that. So they pushed that out and they built a track 40 years ago. Nice. Um, and the guys at Warwick Dragway, you know, we don't have enough, we haven't got enough love for them all. Um, it's awesome the job that they do for us. Um, and we highly appreciate that uh, they let us do what we do. We do things a little bit differently. Uh, and, and obviously uh, they work with us to, to uh, bring out the product that we, we produce. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I know we have a little bit of time before the number two. We've got what? Uh, about eight six, weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks. Eight? Yeah. F- 51 days. So yeah, six and a half weeks. So he- here's what we'd like to do. Um, Eric and I have been messaging back and forth here kind of behind the scenes. Uh, we-, we would love to offer you guys some merch, some Dragon Drive Addiction merch. I'll put it in an awesome. envelope. I- I'll email you after this and get the address and uh, and we'll send you some stuff over for I don't know, raffle item or something like that for uh, for the the event number two this year. So awesome! No, no, uh, that that'll be great. Um, and, and in turn, uh, send me some shirt sizes, guys. We'll we'll send you over a bit of gear. Oh man, now we're talking. Now <laughs> I like it. Well, Mick, I want to say thanks again. Tell everybody where they can find the live streams this weekend, and then where they can find more information about your events. Yeah. So uh, for information on the events, uh, Facebook. Uh, is the Road Trip Drag Challenges 2023? Um, our website uh, com and uh, and uh, for the uh, for the live streams, YouTube Overtaking Lane. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate. It. Thank you for for sticking it out this morning. Um, you messaged us. <laughs> it was like five o'clock your time. You're like, hey. I think you guys gave me a wrong timeline here and, uh, and we had. So I want to say thanks again for, for hanging with us on that. And good luck this weekend, man. I'm excited for you. 
you, you and I'll be messaging back and forth quite a bit because I want to keep all of our listeners and followers updated on times and cars breaking and cars making record passes and things like that. So we'll be messaging. I'll be watching the pages and all that kind of stuff. And I'll do as much. I'll watch as much of the live stream as I can to uh, to keep everybody updated there as well. So excellent, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, and, and great to be a part of the, the Dragon Drive Addiction Show. Awesome. Hey, yeah. thank you very much. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Man. See you. Cheers, guys. See ya. Dude, what a fun thing. I mean, and I, hey, listen, I've hosted an event. I I can't imagine hosting three. That would be right. very, very hard. Uh, what a fun deal for him. That's uh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. And, yeah. And, I don't know if you noticed the the smile that I've had the whole time. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very cool to see and hear how things are done outside of, you know, what yep. we, we know. So it was a, uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah, one of the biggest things I think people need to understand is, I mean, when he's talking about having like a streetcar, like that, that is the struggle that those guys run into. You know, that's why a lot of their cars look like factory cars. There's not, you know, there's not pro mods driving on the street. There's not stuff with turbos out of the hood and fender exit exhaust, you know, for a lot of that stuff. Those, I'm sure there's some guys that, you know, skirt the, the sideline there, but really for a lot of that there's there's not because like just like you said they'll get crushed dude so, i couldn't imagine <laughs> oh man that's a good way for somebody to die <laughs> <laughs> well uh, as we lead into the next segment guys i want to say thanks again to all of our sponsors thanks again to you for watching this long we appreciate you guys being in here and uh, and hanging out with us while we had him on and uh, if you know we'll ask just one last favor to hit the share button as we as we come into the last few minutes or probably the last you know 15 minutes of the show here and again, racingjunk.com is our classifieds for drag and drive addiction. We don't want to run a page, a buy, sell, trade page. So we have partnered up with Racing Junk. You can find everything over there, racingjunk.com. I will warn you, you will spend hours in there pretty easy. That's, uh, that's what happens to me. Yep. So you know, the last couple of weeks, we've been going over some drag and drive addiction Facebook group. If you're not a part of that group, you need to jump in there. And we would we have posted a post of the week, which is which was all motor Monday and turbo Tuesday. Well, we're changing it up a little bit this week. We are doing trailer Thursday. So be looking for that in the morning. And obviously, drag and drive cars and drag and drive trailers that's a big deal in our world you know there's a lot of uniqueness and a lot of individuality that comes along with what you choose to tow with your drag car um i'm not going to say there's probably anybody that is credited to us seeing this except our buddy chris story at chris story photo eric and i were going through some photos of the circuit the other day came across i don't even know I don't, should we tell them who i mean it's matt coding's camaro pulling a car and Chris story just absolutely snagged the shot. And you guys will see it first thing in the morning. I think Eric has it scheduled to post at what? Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. I think. Is that yep. Right? Yep. That's usually when I do it. Yep. So it's, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm, I'm a fan of these posts of the week because it allows people to show off kind of what they have been building and what they are building, you know, cause as we lead into this, craziness that we're talking about the next year you know 13 events in nine weeks is going to be it's going to be pretty wild the content creation from here till the end of july is going to be nuts because then dude that's that's just gets us to the end of july we did right. started talking about september because like man yep and then we gotta start <laughs> planning for pri so 
Yeah, yeah, for the Dragon Drive Award Show presented by Summit. I mean, we're gonna we're throwing the bash this year. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, well, there's a lot of cool stuff coming, so I hope yeah. everybody's as as excited as we are. Yep. Well, quick update for the news on Saturday. It's gonna be a very short show. I will be on site at King of the Open Road, may even be in a car driving uh, for the Dragon Drive News. So may just do a pit walk that morning around 7, 7.30 a.m. Central, which would be 8.30 Eastern for everybody that's going to be watching. Just because King of the Open Road is this weekend and y'all, there's 200 cars registered for that event. So should have plenty of stuff to talk about that morning and walking through the pits and things like that. Uh, Eric will not be live with us because his son is going to graduate high school, dude. How's that yep. make you feel? Uh, old. And <laughs> my my youngest isn't far behind. So he's only he's starting high school next year. So four years and uh, they'll both be graduated. Man, you would be an empty nester or at least you won't have to worry about getting them to school anymore. What right. are we going to do then, man? We're not going to we're not going to talk about the uh, the big there's going to be a big update. Uh, June 2nd, we're going to talk about that'll change the way that the channel is is handled. And uh, I think you guys are going to like it. So we're going to talk about that as we lead up to that again, June 2nd. You'll want to be here that Friday night. Um, I will tell you for King of the Open Road, we're going to have content surrounding Dustin Cottle and the unlovable Chevy love truck. And then kind of what it takes, like what does a race weekend look like for a drag and drive racer? Dustin, this will be Dustin's fifth drag and drive event to do no fourth drag and drive event to do in 2023 that's wild insane insane he's done sick week he's done the circuit he's done cruise and lose and he's done um he'll do king of the open road he's running the 9-0 class this week against our teammate dude <laughs> who do we root for do we root for dustin do we root for alex can we root for both i don't know i don't know if i were to quote your words uh those are both some of our favorites. Yeah, yeah. They, they each drive one of our favorite cars. of <laughs> <laughs> So, well, y'all, thank you very much for watching. We really appreciate you guys hanging out tonight. Um, it's going to be a busy week, man. We've got a ton of stuff coming. And then after this, like I said, man, 13 events in nine weeks. It's about to get intense right yep. here with everybody. So thank you again, guys. I'll see you Saturday morning. And uh, you won't see Eric's smiling face. You won't see it Saturday morning, but he'll be back next Wednesday night to talk about all the other stuff. So we'll see you guys next time. Yep. See you guys.